See ya. Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Cyclist Sarah Lee becomes the first local athlete to win medals at two Olympic Games after claiming bronze in Tokyo. Small and medium enterprises have said the past week has seen a boost in sales after the launch of the government's e-voucher scheme. And Macau authorities say they found no new COVID cases out of 700,000 samples following a mass testing exercise for the coronavirus. Star cyclist Sarah Lee has won bronze, Hong Kong's sixth medal at the Tokyo Games, after beating Germany's Emma Hinzer. She won 2-0 in the best-of-three matchup in the women's track cycling sprint competition. The win comes shortly after the 34-year-old lost two closely fought consecutive races against Ukraine's Olena Starikova in the semis. Todd Harding will have more details on her historic win in our sports section. Local small and medium-sized businesses have said they are finding it difficult to familiarise themselves with electronic payment platforms, despite a boost in sales in the past week due to the government's consumption voucher. The president of the Hong Kong Small and Medium Enterprises Association, Pam Mack, said this is a good time to encourage traditional business operators to adopt e-payments. You can see in all over the world, you know, the people are paying, they're using the electronic payment. That's why Hong Kong is a little bit backward already. Now it's a good way for us to improve ourselves. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says over 2.2 million new consumer accounts were created for the four e-payment platforms used by the government's consumption voucher scheme ahead of its launch. Writing on his blog, Mr Chan expects different e-payment operators to lower their service charges and improve the quality of their services in the future. Justice Secretary Theresa Cheng says the most natural way for Beijing to impose the anti-sanctions law in Hong Kong would be to add it to Annex 3 of the Basic Law, the same way used for the national security law. Wang Yintin reports. The National People's Congress Standing Committee will reportedly discuss whether the mainland law should be adopted by Hong Kong later this month. Ms Chang said the body will make a decision after consulting the Basic Law Committee and the SAR government. Writing on her blog, the Justice Secretary also questioned why some countries are allowed to impose what she called unilateral coercive measures against other states without consequences. She stressed that it is these countries that should be condemned. Macau authorities say they've concluded a mass testing exercise for COVID-19 with no new cases found out of more than 700,000 samples. Officials ordered the tests on Wednesday after all four members of a family were diagnosed with the more contagious Delta strain. Senators in the United States are meeting for the second weekend in a row in an attempt to pass a trillion-dollar infrastructure bill. The bipartisan legislation has cleared another procedural hurdle as it edges towards a final vote. The majority leader of the chamber, Chuck Schumer, said the Senate would remain in session until the process was completed. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who was involved in negotiations on the infrastructure bill, said the majority of Americans supported it. I'm incredibly proud of our bipartisan group of senators who have worked together day and night to hammer out a compromise that will address our infrastructure needs without going overboard. And I'll remind everyone, not one senator got everything they wanted, but we all got what we needed. This is how compromise works.
The United States says it has intensified airstrikes in support of the Afghan government in recent days. This follows statements by Afghan officials that US long-range bombers had been called in to devastating effect in the battle against Taliban militants in the northern city of Sherbagan. A ministry spokeswoman, Fawad Arman, said strikes by US B-52 aircraft had killed more than 200 insurgents. Earlier, the Taliban said they had taken control of Sherbagan. The government forces have vowed to take the city back. The BBC's Paul Adams explains. We're hearing that they feel that they can hit back from positions at the airport at Shibagan and, and, and retake the town. We'll, we'll see, frankly, in the next uh, day or two. There have been signs that Afghans are sort of rallying to the defence of the government. But the fact remains that in the past couple of months, the Taliban have taken control of around half of Afghanistan's districts. And it does suggest that the government has been caught short and that it does not yet have the wherewithal to fight back. And the weather, the afternoon and evening will be mostly cloudy with a few showers and isolated thunderstorms. Outlook, there will be a few showers in the next couple of days and it will be sunnier midweek. The temperature is now 31 degrees and the humidity is at 80%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past one. The Hezbollah leader in Lebanon, Hassan Nasrallah, has said his movement could step up actions against Israel after an exchange of fire on the border this week. He said Hezbollah had deliberately chosen to fire rockets onto open ground in Israel to show that it would respond to attacks by Israeli aircraft. And now with the sports news, here's Todd Harding. We start, of course, at the Olympic Games in Tokyo, where Hong Kong star track cyclist Sarah Lee has won bronze in the sprint competition after beating Germany's Emma Hintzer. She's the first local athlete to win medals at two Olympic Games. Erin Tam reports. Sarah Lee, already a bronze medal winner in London 2012, added to her collection by beating Germany's Emma Hintzer 2-0 in their best-of-three matchup. Putting aside the disappointment of being narrowly beaten in two straight races by Ukraine's Elena Starikova in the semi-finals, Lee looked composed in her first outing against her German opponent. The 34-year-old sprinter comfortably took the first contest crossing the finish line almost a second ahead of Hinza. The second race was a cagey tactical affair, but Lee used all her experience to explode from out of Hinza's slipstream and accelerate it to the finish line to claim the bronze medal. Her bronze is the sixth medal of Hong Kong's most successful Olympics ever. Meanwhile, Canada's Kelsey Mitchell won gold after beating Starikova 2-0. Speaking to reporters afterwards, Lee said she had achieved half her dream by winning a medal in the sprint. She said a wrong move in the Kirin prevented her from getting another one. The top Hong Kong cyclist also said although she didn't win gold, she has no regrets as long as she gave it her all. Lee added all she wants to do now is to drink a Coke. Meanwhile, Chief Executive Carrie Lam has congratulated Lee for winning a medal, describing her as a Hong Kong legend. Mrs Lam added all Hong Kong people are overjoyed at her achievement. Also in this morning's action, Kenya's Eliud Kipchoge underlined his credentials as the undisputed king of the marathon, with a totally dominant run to retain his Olympic title on the streets of Sapporo. The world record holder clocked 2 hours, 8 minutes and 38 seconds to win gold, becoming only the third man to win consecutive marathon titles. Abdi Nagiye of the Netherlands claimed silver just ahead of Belgium's Bashir Abdi in the final event of the athletics programme at the Tokyo Games. For the first time in Olympic history, India has won a gold medal in athletics. Neeraj Chopra took the men's javelin title on the penultimate day of the Games. Japan's baseball team have also won their first ever gold 
gold, beating the United States. Here's the BBC's Alex Capstick. Another day of gold medals for Japan, which is having its most successful Olympics ever. But victory in the baseball competition is arguably the most treasured of them all. It's the national sport and return to these games at the request of the hosts. Elsewhere, India won its first Athletics Olympic gold medal. Niraj Chopra took the men's javelin title. The country's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, said he showed remarkable passion and unparalleled grit. Brazil have won their second Olympic gold medal in the men's football, thanks to a 2-1 win in stoppage time over Spain. Substitute Malcolm slotted home the winner after 108 minutes. That came after a Mikel Oyazabal volley for Spain had cancelled out Mateus Cunha's opener in the second half of normal time. Broadcaster Tim Vickery says this is a medal Brazil were desperate to win. A worthy win in the end, and it was a, a final that was probably better than men's Olympic football deserves these days. It's such a random competition with no obligation on the clubs to release. It really depends on who you can get. Brazil take this very seriously. think it's a little bit less than, it, than the one that you saw five years ago because that was the first Olympic gold. It was the, it was the title that Brazil needed to, to complete the set, if you like. So with just a few events left on the last day of competition at the Olympic Games in Tokyo, China and the United States are tied at the top of the medals table with 38 golds each, although the US topped the table by virtue of more silver and bronze medals. Host nation Japan are in third place with 27 golds and Great Britain are in fourth place with 21. Hong Kong have finished with one gold medal, two silvers and three bronze, their highest tally ever at any Olympic Games. And that's our look at sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. Cyclist Sarah Lee becomes the first local athlete to win medals at two Olympic Games after claiming bronze in Tokyo. Small and medium enterprises have said the past week has seen a boost in sales after the launch of the government's e-voucher scheme. And Macau authorities say they found no new COVID cases out of 700,000 samples following a mass testing exercise for the coronavirus. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the cyclone streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 8th of August 2021. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company through till 4. Usual mix of some quirky stories, the Sunday roast. Check out the birthday file this day in history. And of course, playing as many of your requests as possible. Radio 3, DJ Simon, top of Hong Kong Sundays, where you find them. 